Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I will be your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 16th of February, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 15th day of Adar 1. This week, our parasha, which is our portion from the Torah, is called Ki Tisa, which means when you count. And today's reading will be Exodus 33, 17 through 23. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord said to Moshe, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, Please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, You cannot see my face, for man may not see me and live. Then the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. It will happen, while my glory passes by, that I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you will see my back, but my face shall not be seen. That was Exodus thirty-three seventeen through twenty-three. Today's portion from the prophets is Second Kings nine. Elisha the prophet called one of the sons of the prophets and said to him, "Put your belt on your waist." Take this vial of oil in your hand and go to Ramot Gilad. When you come there, find Yehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in and make him rise up from among his brothers and take him to an inner room. Then take the vial of oil, pour it on his head and say, This is what the Lord says, I have anointed you king over Israel. Then open the door, flee, and do not wait. So the young man, even the young man the prophet, went to Ramot Gilad. When he came, behold, the captains of the army were sitting. Then he said, I have a message for you, captain. Yehu said, To which of us all? And he said, To you, O captain. He arose and went into the house. Then he poured the oil on his head and said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I have anointed you king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. You must strike your master Ahav's house, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, 
and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Izevel. For the whole house of Ahav will perish. I will cut off from Ahav every male, both him who is shut up and him who is left at large in Israel. I will make Ahav's house like the house of Yeruvam, the son of Nevat, and like the house of Baasha, the son of Achiah. The dogs will eat Izevel on the plot of ground of Israel, and there shall be no one to bury her. Then he opened the door and fled. When Yehu came out to the servants of his lord, and one said to him, Is all well? Why did this mad fellow come to you? And he said to them, You know the man and how he talks. They said, That's a lie. Tell us now. And he said, He said to me, This is what the Lord says. I have anointed you king over Israel. Then they hurried, and each man took his cloak and put it under him on the top of the stairs and blew the shofar and said, Yehu is king. So Yehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against Yoram. Now Yoram was keeping Ramot Gilad, he and all Israel, because of Hazael, king of Syria. But King Yoram had returned to be healed in Israel of the wounds which the Syrians had given him when he fought with Hazael, the king of Syria. And Yehu said, If this is your thinking, then let no one escape and go out of the city to go to tell it in Israel. So Yehu rode in a chariot and went to Israel, for Yoram lay there. Achaziah, king of Yehuda, had come down to see Yoram. Now the watchman was standing on the tower in Israel, and he spied the company of Yehu as he came and said, I see a company. And Yoram said, Take a horseman and send to meet them, and let him say, Is it peace? So one went on horseback to meet him and said, The king says, Is it peace? And Yehu said, What do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The watchman said, The messenger came to them, but he's not coming back. Then he sent out a second on horseback, who came to them and said, The king says, Is it peace? And Yehu answered, What do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The watchman said, He came to them and is not coming back. The driving is like the driving of Yehu, the son of Nimshi, for he drives furiously. Yoram said, Get ready. They got his chariot ready. Then Yoram, king of Israel, and Ahaziah, king of Yehuda, went out, each in his chariot. And they went out to meet Yehu and found him on Navot, the Israelites' land. When Yoram saw Yehu, he said, Is it peace, Yehu? He answered, What peace, so long as the prostitution of your mother, Izevel, and her witchcraft abound? Then Yoram turned his hands and fled, and said to Ahaziah, This is treason, Ahaziah. Yehu drew his bow with his full strength and struck Yoram between his arms, and the arrow went out at his heart, and he sunk down in his chariot. Then Yehu said to Bidkal, his captain, 
pick him up and throw him in the plot of the field of Navot, the Jezreelite. For remember how when you and I rode together after Ahava's father, the Lord laid this burden on him. Surely I have seen yesterday the blood of Navot and the blood of his sons, says the Lord, and I will repay you in this plot of ground, says the Lord. Now therefore, take and cast him onto the plot of ground, according to the word of the Lord. But when Ahaziah the king of Yehudah saw this, he fled by the way of the garden house. Yehu followed after him and said, Strike him also in the chariot. They struck him at the ascent of Gur, which is by Ibliam, and he fled to Megiddo and died there. His servants carried him in a chariot to Jerusalem and buried him in his tomb with his father in David's city. In the eleventh year of Yoram the son of Ahav, Ahaziah began to reign over Yehudah. When Yehu had come to Jezreel, Izevel heard of it, and she painted her eyes and adorned her head and looked out at the window. As Yehu entered the gate, she said, Is it peace, Zimri, you murderer of your master? He lifted up his face to the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked out at him. He said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses. Then he trampled her underfoot. And when he had come in, he ate and drank. Then he said, See now to this cursed woman and bury her, for she is a king's daughter. So they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than her skull, her feet, and the palms of her hands. Therefore they came back and told him, and he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Eliahu the Tishbite, saying, The dogs will eat the flesh of Izebel on the plot of Jezreel, and the body of Izebel will be as dung on the face of the field in the territory of Jezreel, so that no one will be able to say, This is Izebel. That was Second Kings 9. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 119, verses 97 through 120. How I love your Torah! It is my study all day long. Your mitzvot make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my study. I understand more than the aged, because I have kept your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil way, that I might observe your word. I have not turned away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your promises to my taste, more than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and the light for my path. I have sworn and have confirmed it that I will obey your righteous ordinances. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, Lord, according to your word. Accept, I beg you, the willing offerings of my mouth, Lord, and teach me your ordinances. My soul is continually in my hand, 
yet I will not forget your Torah. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. I have taken your testimonies as a heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I have set my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. I hate double-minded men, but I love your Torah. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the mitzvot of my God. Uphold me according to your word, that I may live. Let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up, and I will be safe, and will have respect for your statutes continually. You reject all those who stray from your statutes, for their deceit is in vain. You put away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore, I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. That was Psalm 119, verses 97 through 120. Today, our portion from the Apostles is John 13. Now, before the Feast of Pesach, Yeshua, knowing that his time had come that he would depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And after supper, the devil having already put into the heart of Yehuda Ishkayot, Shimon's son, to betray him, Yeshua, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he came from God and was going to God, arose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, and he took a towel and wrapped a towel around his waist. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Then he came to Shimon Kepha, and Kepha said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Yeshua answered and said to him, You do not know what I am doing now, but you will understand later. Kepha said to him, You will never wash my feet. Yeshua answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Shimon Kepha said to him, Lord, do not wash my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Yeshua said to him, Someone who has bathed only needs to have his feet washed, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew him who would betray him, therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, put his outer garment back on, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me Rabbi and Lord, and you say so correctly, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Rabbi, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you should also do as I have done to you. Amen, amen, I tell you. A servant is not greater than his Lord, neither is one who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, Blessed are you if you do them. I do not speak concerning all of you. 
I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. From now on, I tell you before it happens, that when it happens, you may believe that I am he. Amen, amen, I tell you. He who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Yeshua had said this, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Amen, amen, I tell you that one of you will betray me. Therefore his disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Yeshua's bosom one of his disciples, whom Yeshua loved. Shimon Kepha therefore motioned to him and said to him, Tell us who it is of whom he speaks. Then, leaning back thus on Yeshua's breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Yeshua answered, It is he to whom I will give this piece of matzah when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the piece of matzah, he gave it to Yehuda Ishkoyot, the son of Shimon. And after the piece of matzah, then Satan entered him. Therefore Yeshua said to him, What you do, do quickly. Now nobody at the table knew why he said this to him. For some thought, because Yehuda had the money box, that Yeshua said to him, Buy what things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Therefore, having received the piece of matzah, he went out immediately, and it was night. When he had gone out, Yeshua said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him immediately. Little children, I will be with you a little while longer. You will see me, and as I said to the Judeans, where I am going you cannot come. So now I tell you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Shimon Kepha said to him, Lord, where are you going? Yeshua answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow afterwards. Kepha said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Yeshua answered him, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I tell you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. That was John or Yohanan chapter 13, and it concludes this episode's readings. If you are reading through the Apostles twice, however, you'll read Hebrews 4 today also. Thank you for listening. May you have a blessed day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.